We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody! Or whatever time it is. I'm Bart Winkler, Toby Altizer, Tim Shea. This is the Bart Winkler show in whatever form this is. And honestly, I don't know because it's a podcast. And so we want to do a podcast. We just want to talk, right? So we want to do a podcast. So the Blue Wire Network, Blue Wire, has been gracious enough to take our audio and they're doing all the dirty work because I don't know how to get this on Apple. I don't know how to get this on Spotify. This might be on YouTube. If it is cool, I don't know. I'm so bad at all this stuff. I've been trying to set up, I've been ready to talk for a month, but I've been trying to set up a podcast for a month. You know, when everybody was at home for COVID and everybody's like had their own studio and ring lights, I was like, I'll never need that. I got a radio studio. Well, now we don't. So now I'm trying to figure it out. And the best microphone I could find is the one that comes with my iPhone. I spent like 200 bucks on microphones and they all make my audio worse. So that's what we're doing. This, I want to be very clear, this is a hobby. This is not my job. This is not a new gig for me. We are doing this as a hobby. If people want to throw money at us, I mean, thank you. I do have my tip jar open at Winks Thinks. That's to pay these boys. But I need a real job. So I'm very clear. We are, this is like a new thing we're doing. Tim's here, Toby's here, I'm here. This is, we are all in need of work, okay? And as long as I can, I 10% want to be proud of what I do. I 90% want my wife to check our bank account on Fridays, every other, and say, okay, you get to stay here. So with that being said, thank you to Blue Wire. Thank you to you guys that are listening. Toby Altizer is the only person here whose team is 1-0, and that's, that's what right. we want to talk about today, the Redskins or whatever they are and the uh, the Jaguars. But we will talk Packers, Vikings. But, Toby, good to see you again, and congrats to you. I appreciate it. It's good to talk to you again, Bart. Good to see you, Timmy. Yeah, I mean, crazy week one, a lot of fun stuff to talk about. And it feels better after a win, but, I mean, we're going to talk Packers, obviously, and <laughs> it's not as fun after a loss. Well, I just think this was one of the – greatest weeks that we've had in terms of a week one and i had the Bengals as my survivor so i was super into that game and they had 20 chances to win and then obviously didn't and so when the packer game started i was still watching everything that happened in week one and i had tweeted something like oh man this is the best 
week we've had in 40 years. And then some guy goes, well, how are you sure that it's any better than any? This was a great week. This was a great week on Sunday. Sunday afternoon was great, minus the Packers. Sunday night, bad, I guess. Monday's game was ridiculous. This was an excellent week, and we're just desperate to talk about it. And the other thing is we're jumping on here and doing this because for whatever reason, and thank you, but it seems like people want to hear from us. Now, I hope that's not just something they say, and then this podcast gets three downloads, me twice and my mom once. So I hope that this actually gets to people. But you guys have been so great, and we just want to have an outlet to talk about the games. So 17 minutes into this podcast, we'll finally talk about the game. Shay, your boy Aaron Rodgers didn't look that good, buddy. No, he didn't. Two years in a row now, too. Don't like that at all. Maybe he should have played in the preseason. Yeah, I was going to say, probably should have played in the preseason for you there, Timmy. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did yeah. that so, little wager, didn't you? So I still owe you, but we'll, we'll find a time for that. But No, I don't think it's a preseason thing. I think for me, I, I, I don't An know. Execution? Execution kind of Well, thing? at first, watching Sunday, I didn't think that Rodgers was I – I, I would put him a little lower on the chart of whose fault it was watching on Sunday. Obviously, the offensive line – has issues that first drop pass and then they quit after that we'll talk about that the defense i've been bragging to you guys about how good this defense is going to be <laughs> they were awful and their execution and scheme was awful but then looking back at some of the clips shout out peter bukowski check out his work lockdown packers there were a lot of plays where rogers kind of did what he did at the end of that game against the niners where he didn't make the right call. And it wasn't as bad as, hey, Lazard's open in the middle. I'm going to go to Devontae, who's double covered. I was I was watching some of these plays where there's two, three guys open. If Rodgers stays on him for another second, he's got the, the pass, but instead he's throwing in the flat to A.J. Dillon. Fine. But there's three guys ready to tackle A.J. Dillon. So earlier in the week, I didn't think it was much Rodgers. This week, you know, as the week goes on, I see that maybe it was a little more Rodgers. I don't know what it is. I can't overreact too much because of what happened last year. They lost 38-3 to the Saints. We all freaked out. They ripped off, what, seven in a row or something? So I don't want to overreact too much. But if they lose to the Bears, like I think we're at an inflection point, Toby. I think you look at, yeah, they beat the Bears. Okay. Well, well, let's see what happens in week three. If they lose to the Bears, I think you can right away, Mark, right now, this is going to be a bad season. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, the guy that deserves the most blame because it consistently happens when he's been the coach is Matt LaFleur. Week one, they don't come out prepared. The playoffs, they don't come out prepared. And why is it that these college teams can come out without playing a preseason and look sharp week one? We talk about this all the time as an excuse for NFL teams coming out week one. Oh, they didn't play their guys in the preseason, so they're going to look a little rusty. And I understand there's going to be some rust. But for them to come out and look the way they did on both sides of the ball, defense, I thought the game plan was poor. I don't understand how at some point you just don't throw Jair Alexander on Justin Jefferson and just say, we'll figure everything else out. They didn't do that. And on the offensive side of the ball, I don't know what to think of it because Aaron Jones got eight touches. Like, Why is he only touching the ball eight times? That dude is supposed to be the focal point of the offense. Aaron Rodgers looked a little bit gun shy, looked a little bit hesitant there in the pocket, and rightfully so, because the Vikings were getting pressure all game long. 
So I think overall, like you said, there's not a whole lot to overreact about. I think they'll come out on Sunday night football and get the win against the bears and they'll be one and one. And, you know, going from there, you'll be fine. But another poor performance in uh, week one, a extended layoff, they come out and there's just various situations where Matt LaFleur just doesn't seem to get his guys prepared. And week one is one of them. And that's got to stop. Okay. So for sure, LaFleur is a big part of this. And I do want to get back to the Aaron Rodgers part of it. Um, with Matt LaFleur, Tim, it just seems like every time that they lose or when they lose, they lose big. Playoff losses have been like this. Uh, the Saints lost last year. Again, it, it just – they go down early. As soon as Christian Watson didn't drop or didn't catch the ball, yeah, we're all like, oh, man, rookie. But I go back to what Robert Tunyon said on one of those podcasts in a van or whatever they do. He was like, when we get knocked, we stink and we're done. And I don't know why that is. And that's – so and, I, and it, I, I felt like the game was over then. And it because, ha- I it thought, because I felt like the Packers felt that, and it turned out to be true. It happened after play one, too. You got a pissy Aaron Rodgers. He was not happy after that. And if he's not happy and he plays mad and disgruntled, they're not going to win. And he counted, he counted them out from after that play. So he can say, oh, the, the wide receivers will learn and, and we got to be better and this and that. But you could tell right from the beginning he was in no mood for that. So, But when I look at some of those plays again, and I agree with you. And then when I look at some of these plays, he was, he just was too quick again. He was too, like, before we said Aaron Rodgers hangs onto the ball too long. And then this time I thought he could have hung onto the ball a little bit more. I'm talking a split second. I'm talking, look at one more guy. Cause there were times when he looks at Watson or Dubs right away, they're covered. They haven't made their break yet. And maybe he would have expected Devante to have made that break by then, or maybe he would have trusted Devante. And so then he goes to the guy in the flat who's covered. If he waits just a split second longer, you might have Tunyon or you might have Cobb or you might have Dubs or you might have Watson or you might have one of these other guys. Watson had that one target. Then I don't think he was targeted again until the to fourth, fourth quarter. quarter. Yeah. So I, I, I'm just, well, we're trying to figure out here. And I think what a lot of Packer fans are trying to figure out is why did that happen? Will it happen again? And if it does, what does that mean? Well, I think it comes back to the comfort level in the pocket. Yeah. I think what happens is he gets a little bit gun shy because you get some pressure on him early on. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers is as experienced a quarterback as anyone, but it's week one. So he's coming out. He hasn't played in the preseason like we talked about. So there is a little bit of, I don't, hesitation in the pocket just because of it being so early and then you get pressure on him early. And I know he's experienced, but even if you got pressure on a guy like Tom Brady or someone like that in a week one where they haven't played, if you start getting pressure, you get guys around their feet early, they're going to get the ball out quick. And so I think not having Jenkins and Bakhtiari was a huge part of the reason that Aaron Rodgers was maybe getting the ball out a little bit early, missing some of these guys I think they'll be able to fix it. I think Rodgers is going to go back and watch the tape and realize maybe he had a split second longer than he did, but we also can't act like the line wasn't a problem. I think going forward, they're going to be able to fix things and hopefully Jenkins and Bakhtiari can get back soon. I don't know that they'll play the bears game, but if they can get back relatively soon, hopefully week three, I think that'll fix some things. But I mean, we saw the problems manifest themselves in week one. We talked about which one's the bigger issue, the receivers or the offensive line. And the reality is both of them were a problem. What's going to happen first? Bakhtiari 
plays a game or a girl wakes up in the morning and leaves Tim Shea's apartment. <laughs> that, happened right this, away. that happened this morning, okay? Oh, what? <laughs> Cleaning lady, fall asleep, pass out to the toxins? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You know what I did on Monday? It's good to be talking Packers with you guys. Because on Monday I woke up and my kid goes to daycare. And so we always wake up and watch, right now it's Paw Patrol. And so we watch that and then I fall back asleep or I lay in bed and my wife takes him. But I, it was like 7.30 and I was like, I'd be knee deep in Packers talk right now. And this was on Monday. So I went back to bed and didn't wake up till like 11.30. <laughs> and I came downstairs. My wife works from home. And I said, I really wish you weren't here. She's like, what? I go, no, 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 because I don't have a job. And you know how when you're unemployed, you like, you know, I don't like that someone's witnessing that. Yeah. So that was a problem. So I will say that that day was hard. And then the day, the day after Labor Day, because uh, then we have a bunch of seasonal listeners and they're like, where the hell are you guys? Da, 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 da. Here's this great article about me. Then uh, and then and then we went off of there. Tim, I I know that you probably. Yeah, thanks. Hey Tim, did you ever have an article written about you? No, I didn't. Because yeah, Toby, Toby did. (laughs) You did? Yeah. 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 I gave some take about sportscasters getting paid too much money, and then apparently they took it to heart. Oh, I'm writing an article about Tim. You are. There we go. Yeah. What What are you writing about? I'm writing about how. The Brewers uh, fan relations have gone <laughs> since I left. Since you left, you know my my old job's open. Well, there you go. Go back. Uh huh. Would you go back? I don't know if they'd let me. Why not? Because you trashed him on the air all summer. Someone someone made me trash him every day. Well, that's good. Then you know all the like ways to get back in. Ways to fix it, right? Yeah, they're selling pretzel sticks as hot dogs. Say, hey, don't do that. 
Lower the price the of a on, bottle of the game water. On, uh, Wednesday. Fifth row. Oh, okay. nice. I got free. I might have to go. If Aaron Judge is going for the record at Miller Park. Oh, this weekend, yeah. I might have to check that out. He's four away. Four away. Tie in. And then the Brewers can sell the dirt that Aaron Judge <laughs> there it is. stood on. They should uh they should Yankees do him a favor. Fans. I don't know how the well, I guess he's on the IL, but I was gonna say they should do him a favor and pitch Eric Lauer. That dude gives up home runs all the time. I really do think that they went golfing and X golf and got hurt. Because they all have like strains. Yeah, it's true. I might sucks. have to check out X golf. I don't even root for him anymore now that I'm off the year. I said yeah, DraftKings lineups for the other team, and then I get pissed. Like last I, night, Montgomery got two nights ago. Yeah, it used to be a nightly thing to watch uh, the Brewers. Now I'm just watching Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders? I'm watching yeah, pretty good. She-Hulk? No. All no. right. Um, Bakhtiari, though. We're doing this so that people can hear sports talk again, and then... <laughs> now I'm like super... I'm like super... I'm going to be super, like, I'm going to be super self-conscious about that because my whole thing was you should talk sports on sports, but you do need a little bit of fun, right? Yeah. But I think where some other people are looking, it's like all fun and no sports. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, you want to, I don't know. I just, I feel like there is a void since all of us dudes are off the air because we probably talk more sports than anybody. And and you can do your show however you want. You know, I'm not I'm not starting a podcast to burn bridges everywhere. Because those bridges have all been burned. I was gonna say you already did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what bridge is left to burn? Yeah, just let's let's build some bridges. I need an infrastructure bill so that I can rebuild all the bridges in this town. <laughs> Make Bart great again. Make me great again. I built Pfizer with my bare hands. But I just want to, uh, you know, again, I want to give an outlet. And that's one of the other things I wanted to mention is one of the things that people miss the most about the show is not us talking, but them getting the chance to talk. Yeah. So that is something that I'm looking to incorporate as well. Again, I am so, like, I couldn't be dumber at this. I couldn't have less understanding of how any of this works. And it's really like, so when we have to do a remodeling project around the house, I can't do it. I have to fix my gutters. I'm like, I don't know how. My wife said, go to Home Depot and get new gutters and get a, I'm like, I don't know how. But at least with radio stuff, I'm like, well, that's my terrain. I can, I don't know how to do any of this. I'm surprised I got this set up. The three of us <laughs> in one room, honestly. Cause I was, I thought I was gonna ha have us go to Tim's house. I didn't know what the hell we're, I'm doing. No, you don't want to do that. No, God, no. Oh, all no right. With all the ladies coming and going. <laughs> David Bakhtiari, let me talk about him again. Is he ever going to play again? Now, we might know more by the time our, our voices are in the mainstream, but I, I think that the problem for me was, well, there, there's a bunch of them, but this last week was they made it seem like he was going to play. Yeah. That, that We're not the ones saying, give us an answer. You know, that, and that's what I hate about when teams do this. We're not the ones saying, is he going to play? Yes or no? Tell us 100%. They're the ones that said, yeah, he's expecting to play. Box coming out and say, I'm expecting to play. They're taking him off the pop list. 
And then they're going as far as saying, yeah, he's going to play. Are you trying to trick the Vikings? Because that, I mean, hey, you thought we were going to be good and now we're bad. That's not a trick. Let's help. So I am worried about Bakhtiari's future. It's been too long. Last summer, he said something about how it's not even the ACL anymore. It's other stuff. So even if he does play, I don't know that he's going to play well, Toby. So I'm really concerned about him. And if they don't have Bakhtiari, I think they'll get Jenkins back sooner rather than later. But it's like the Bakhtiari is showing them why they did not pay Lang, Belaga, Sitton, et cetera. Yeah, I, I really don't understand what they're doing in this situation. Because like you said, we're not necessarily out there banging on the door trying to figure out what's happening with Bakhtiari. I think a lot of us have just assumed he'd come back midseason, if at all. And now they're coming out saying, oh, he might play week one. Oh, we'll get him off the pup list. Oh, he might suit up against the Vikings. And next thing you know, he doesn't suit up. So it's like we're going all through last year again. And you would have thought that after what happened last season, they wouldn't go through this whole process again. And yet here we are. I think he does get back out on the field. But the question now becomes he can get back out on the field, whether it's week two, week three, week four, whatever. Can he play the next week? Can he play the week after that? I mean, this is now a 17-game regular season. You're going to want him for the playoffs. Can he play that load? Is he going to be able to play 10 straight weeks with no break in between? And that's the real question for me. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him early in this season, but is it something where we see him suit up week three, takes week four off, plays week five, plays week six, takes off week seven? Like, at that point, I want some consistency on this offensive line. I want David Bakhtiari to be 100% that once I put him out there, I don't have to move him ever again, and I don't know that we're going to get that. Timmy, how you feel? What about – I was more concerned with Elton Jenkins than Bakhtiari. I had a feeling if, if, if Bakhtiari doesn't play till week four, week five, then why even bring him off the list at I that agree point? I that. Because well, – this is what happened last year too. We thought he was going to play in week eight. Did we fabricate that? Remember, everyone thought oh, he's playing against the Chiefs. Did we do that or did, did they do that? Just, you know, if he would just, you know what it feels like? It feels like David Bakhtiari, like, is Bobby Bonilla, where he retired. They're giving him money. Last year, when he played against the Lions, that was my dream of when you sign a one-day contract, you actually come back and play. That's what he did. And that, that I blame for Rodgers. I thought I remember hearing that Rodgers really wanted him to play. So that I blame for Rodgers. Sunday, I blamed Rodgers zero. The longer this week goes on, the more I blame him. <laughs> because I remember against the playoffs, uh, in the playoffs, there was that article that came out where he knew that someone was going to write about him and he called yeah. him and talked to him for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Why are podcasts with Bill Maher dropping on the on game day? Why have you Why have you talked to everyone like, are you on Barstool's payroll? Do you have to do all their podcasts? So I, I don't I don't know. I don't know that playing in the preseason, one drive in the preseason matters. I don't know that it does. Um, it just it does seem like it like he puts his foot in the water and it takes a little while for him to get back to that MVP stature. And I don't know, I'm not saying he can't go on vacation. I'm not saying he can't do a podcast. I'm not saying he can't do McAfee. Um, I'd love him to do this show, Tim. Get I'll, get him. For me? I'll get him. Tell me. Yeah. I'll text Aaron. <laughs> me. Someone just put a little stool on the bottom corner and we'll have him in no time. Yeah, there we go. 
So I don't, I don't want to be like off season guy, but he did not play well. And I don't think it's a matter of, Oh, I don't trust my guys. I, you know, I have patience, but later on, I won't. He said something like that. I think if this is going to work without Devante, it's going to work because he was a two-time MVP. And I thought he was a two-time MVP because he was a two-time MVP. I'm worried that some of these plays I rewatched, he would have thrown the pass if it was Devante and Devante, he would have just assumed would have figured it out. Cause he probably would have. So I'm not, yes, we don't have Devante and that's made me the skill levels much worse, but I'm worried now that after one week, I'm worried that Rogers is going to play. Like not only did you lose the talent, but now the guy that is talented is going to play a lot worse well, without that quick. guy. I got a question. Do you think that if they had a tougher week to opponent, because they come out Vikings, then you got the Bears. Do you think if they had a tougher week to opponent that they would have played their guys in the preseason? Because I think they understood that we're not going to play our guys and there's a risk that we lose in Minnesota. And I think they were okay with that risk because they look at Chicago coming to Green Bay and they're going to kick their tails. So they're like, you know what? We'll come out one and one. We're fine. I think if they were playing a good team like Tampa or L.A. or something like that, I think they would have considered playing their guys in the preseason, but I think for them, it was a glorified preseason game. Once again, like what they did with new Orleans last year, I think they said, you know what, we'll do our thing. We'll hope to be a little more prepared, but either way, I don't want to injure any of our guys. We'll come out. We'll play so, Minnesota. But why is that? Okay. Why can we, do I this? don't know why it's okay. And that's why I'm saying, I don't, I don't get why that's the thing, but I think, they're thinking is we'll come out week two and I would not be surprised if they light it up on offense and the defense looks better. It's obviously a much lesser opponent, but they come out and they played their glorified preseason game against the Vikings. And now they're locked in and Rogers is going to go back and watch the tape and be able to figure everything else out. I don't understand why they do this, but that's part of my thinking here is they looked at it and said, all right, one and one after two weeks in the division, we'll take it. Should I try calling John and Franklin and get his thoughts? <laughs> He'd have some good thoughts on a, on a usual Monday. Well, cause that just seemed like a natural time to take a caller. And then I remembered that we're not taking, we, I want to set that up again. I'm going to call him. See if he'll answer. <laughs> I'll put him on speaker. John in Franklin is in my phone. That's amazing. That's awesome. He's told me his last name 900 times. Franklin? <laughs> John Franklin. Seems... Hey, John. How you doing? Hey, we're recording a podcast. And, uh, okay. We, I, I'm not used to it without callers, so I thought <laughs> I'd call you and get, get a caller's take. Okay. So do you want to, like, what do you think about Sunday? So talk to me. So how does this work? Just you talking the phone. I'm recording you. Oh, you're going to be live. Well, uh, this is coming out later, but. But you're recording it. I got you. Yeah. yeah. What time Sunday? Oh, no, I want to, I'm doing it right now. Oh, so you want to take now? I just, I just want to ask you for 40 seconds about uh about the game okay so what'd yep. you think and you're just you're just gonna cut this so we don't have to start and say hi and all that yeah probably 
All right. So this is my takeaway from the game. Very, very disappointed. This is the arch rival of our division until the Bears prove or the Lions prove otherwise. And to come out with a half-hearted effort against this team, and I, I mean, I almost flipped out at halftime when they were talking about maybe the coach is going to give them, a, give them some light of fire under him. If you don't, as a fan, I had a fire lit under me for this game. I don't know. I, I can't quite understand it. Dropping the pass, dropping the touchdown pass really could have changed the game. I know it's one play, but just psychologically, I think it really it, it did a lot of different things, not to mention we know it's going to affect Roger's psyche. It's just how he is. That we've It looks similar to like some of our playoff losses where they're just off a bit. They're just not right. And I know we lost by, you know, 17 or whatever, but it – it could have been a lot closer game. I mean, we we got to figure the goal line out. We got we got Dylan, and we can't score on fourth and one. I, I mean, that can't happen. We've got to be better. We got to be better. We're going to be better against the Bears. And I look for this. Uh, I, I kind of wonder why Amari Rogers was. I don't know if he was used at all or barely. Very telling about what's going on with this kid not being on the field. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on there. But how, how is he not on the field for a bunch of plays in that game, third year in in in, in the league? John, uh, John, John. Yeah, I just called you out of the blue, told you some cockamamie scheme, and you just gave me a great take. That's what I do, brother. I'm on. I'm I'm doing this with Tim Shea and Toby Altizer. Okay. You want to say hi to him? Hey guys, I miss you. Uh, I miss you all. The you, your your former competition. It, there's a reason why I never even turned. I never once turned the radio, even when you guys were on vacation. Mm. This is why. I mean, I mean, I got to listen to Zabin, and and he's a, he's I'm a not. narcissist, and I got to listen to these are his, his words. Stupid, I didn't set this up. His stupid takes. I did it. Oh God! All right, I'm trying to not burn bridges on the new podcast. <laughs> Hey, John will burn them for you. Um, so anyway, uh, is this going to be something like, how does this work? Is this like a subscription thing you're going to turn? This so this or? should be on Apple Podcasts every morning. Only fans. Yeah. Not on Apple. What about Android? Uh, no, well, no. Apple Podcasts or Spotify or all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. I've got, so I got Spotify or whatever. So what's it, what's it going to be called? Can you text me the name of it? Yeah, just the Bart Winkler show. Okay, so then, I, and it's going to go on Sunday. Well, this one that we're doing right now is going to air Thursday morning, which is tomorrow. Yeah, well, today, according to people listening, yes. God, God. <laughs> okay, I got you. Okay, all right. I mean, you. This is obviously us having a talk on the phone right now. No, this will be on the podcast because it's funny. Um, yeah, and I know a number of listeners, so I will get the word out. Good. Yeah, I can't tell you how much you, you guys are missed. I, I can't even quantify it. I am not even lying, dude. My quality of life has deteriorated. I got nowhere to go with my takes. Nobody else takes calls. I'd be more likely to get on the Jim Rome show than I would call in one of these local knuckleheads that think I want to listen to him for three hours. I'm putting all this in the podcast. Are you okay with that? I love you, man. That's a yes. That's a yes. All right, John, thank you. Uh, this is why you were a Bart Collard standings winner. I'm there. All right. Okay, take See, care, buddy. See you, John. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Amazing. I didn't I didn't I didn't tell him I was gonna call him. Yeah, that's pretty clear, right?
Yes. What a guy. What a guy. Always brings the heat. Just telling him. Always ready to go. (laughs) I didn't tell him anything. I didn't say, say this. This is, this is not me saying it because I said, you guys know, if you listened, you know, John. Wow. All right. Uh, You want to preview the bears game? Yeah. What's that a preview? They're going to kill him. Tim, get connected. I'm connected. Good Lord, dude. How old are you? You can't even connect to a Zoom. The whole point of doing a podcast was it's supposed to be easier than radio. You're making it, you're making it much harder. I'm here. Okay. All right. Bart Winkler, Toby Altizer, Tim Shea. We're talking Packers Bears. All right. I saw the spread right away. It was nine and a half. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the Bears if that's the number. So yes. I think what a lot of Packer fans are going to talk themselves into is ah, last year, seven wins, kind of what I was saying earlier. And I get why you want to do that. The Bears are going to come in here with confidence, whether it's false confidence or not. They're coming in with confidence. Hey, there were two teams. All right, San Francisco lost to the Rams, right, in the NFC Championship. In their last three games, two of those games were outside in bad conditions. And one team couldn't beat them, and that was the Packers. And one team could, and that was the Bears. And the Bears did whatever it took to win. And now Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance, but again, I mean, I don't, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, that's a whole thing for them. I think the Bears are going to come in here with confidence, whether it's deserved or not. And they got the win, so they should. And I think they keep it close. I said 23-19, Packers. No. No, I don't think it's going to be close. I watched that game back of the Niners and the Bears, and honestly, Justin Fields did not look very impressive. If you put them on a field that is reasonable, a field that isn't flooding, I would think that the Niners were able to get that one done. I think the Bears are better in a sloppier condition like that just because they need every sort of advantage possible. Assuming there's not a monsoon coming through Green Bay on Sunday night, I would take the Packers and winning big because I don't see Justin Fields being able to complete the ball. It's not like they're going to let Darnell Mooney do exactly what Justin Jefferson did to them in week one. I think they'll shut them down. I think they'll be able to stop the run game. And even if the offense doesn't get going, they're going to have way more opportunities and they're not going to have to go to a game script of being behind by three possessions early on. I think they're going to be able to work from either just behind or more than likely just in front of them all game long. And I think once things come down to the third and fourth quarter, I think the Bears are just going to be too far behind the Packers and the Packers will end up beating them by at least 10. Well, that's what it should be, but... I'm on your side, Bart. I think it's going to be closer than what people think. You go back and look at last year's uh, Packers home opener after they lost to the Saints, and they struggled in the first half. They played the Lions, and it was – I think the Lions were actually winning at halftime by three. So I think you're going to kind of get that same performance. Packers take a lead in the third – they don't look back and they win like 28, 21, something like that. You know, I almost hope they lose. The Packers? Packers? Yeah. Oh? Yeah. Explain. For, uh, for the long for the long term health. I was gonna say team. content for a radio show yeah. or what? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did you hear Bart's podcast? He wants them to lose. Yeah, I hope you did. Please tell your friends. No, I want them to lose because uh 
What's my favorite phrase? Getting rewarded for bad behavior. I don't want the Packers to just think they can stroll into a season, lose the game, win another one, to win all these games in a row. They need they need to be tested, and they need to really overcome a test. So they need to lose. You lost week one. You made Zadarius Smith look like Lawrence Taylor, which that was a lot of ill-placed anger. I still don't understand what Z's problem is. No, he made up all this. He fabricated this whole thing on his own. Now I'm fabricating that. I don't know any of the details, but that's what it seems like to me. And I'm good at perception. So you want them to be 0-2 going into Tampa with their backs, I, I think it's better. backs I think it's, against yes. the wall. Yes, I think it's better for the team to be 0-2, to have to really dig deep. And then you beat Tampa, and now you're 1-2, and two, and now you've realized who you are instead of beating the terrible Bears, then losing to Tampa, and now you're 1-2. and two. I, I just – I want this team to win a Super Bowl. Right? I got to be honest. If this team loses to the Chicago Bears, I don't see a way that they're going to Tampa and winning because in uh, order for them they, to if lose – If they lose to the Bears, they're going 6-11. and 11. In order for them to lose <laughs> so to I the want Bears, them to win. I do. the defense is going to have to play so bad, so bad – and all that talent on the defensive side of the ball is just going to have to be wasted by Joe Barry and that coaching staff. And the offense is going to have to be just as anemic against the Bears as they were against the Vikings. If that happens, then they're not beating Tampa and they're probably not winning the NFC North. I really think that this week is a massive game for them. And I want the Packers to win every game, obviously. I'm just trying to think of what's best for the team. This team gets hate saying punch in the mouth but when they do they don't respond and if they're gonna get punched they got an easy way out it's the bears at home on sunday night of course they don't need to week win week one i just want this team to like act like a team that looks confident that defense man minnesota was acting exactly how i thought we would where they're fired up on every play where they're going crazy i just that's what I want from the Packers. I want them to believe it. And I just feel like, and maybe that's a Lafleur thing. Maybe that's a Rogers thing. You know, it's one thing to, and to bring up the Brewers again, like council's demeanor is like trying to stay steady and you don't need to go too low, but if you go, if you don't go a little low, then you're not going to go a little high. And I think sometimes there are times to get fired up and to pump up the team. And I don't think, I don't think they have that. So I'm still thinking the Packers. If they lose, it's going to be a nightmare. I don't know. If they lose, all hell's going to break loose. Well, and I hope that well, we're still able to do this on Monday. <laughs> well, and it's it's so we frustrating, too, because like you said, they just – last year they came out in the opener, had no juice, and you thought, okay, well, this year they'll come out with a little bit of juice, a divisional opponent. They saw what happened last year. And they still came out with no juice. And you hear the report at halftime that Matt LaFleur wasn't happy with the effort and energy. And those are sort of things that you don't like to hear out of your coach, especially in an opener against a divisional opponent. They need to look at this Bears game and look past the fact they're playing the Bears and just look at the circumstance like you said. This is a huge game. Come out fired up. Go up early. Give yourself some confidence. And then pile on while you're at it. Win this game by 25. Who cares? I don't care about hurting the Bears' feelings. Win this game by three and four touchdowns and try and get your guys fired up because for whatever reason, you came out in week one and looked dead. Come out week two with some energy and give the Packers fans some confidence again. 
All right, most importantly, who are you watching with? Where are you watching? And what's your spread? Tim. I'm watching at home. With? Self. By yourself. That's a disappointment. Packers, six and a half. Like, what's your spread of food, Tim? Oh, spread of food. (laughs) Vegas Uh, does the spreads. Yeah, well. You don't need to do your own spread. I trust the Vegas spreads over the Timmy spreads. Although I like Tim's line better, honestly. Uh, I'll probably have pizza. Pizza? Where from? Mm, I don't know yet. Hmm. I don't know. There's this place on the east side. It's called Lisa's Pizza. Very good. No? Oh, Lisa's Pizza is an institution. I was... uh... Were you you expecting me to say like Pizza Hut or something? No, I like Lisa's Pizza because I had to actually pick up the phone and call like it was the 1990s. Uh-huh. And that's your classic take. You want everything to go back to it like the 1990s and 80s. It wasn't... I've, I've just... I've heard better than it was. It was good. I was expecting a five. It was a four. Okay. It's a good pizza. The pizza place by me closed. So I'd go to Buffalo Wild Wings, but it closed down here. Downtown it did? Yeah. Who saw that coming? Um, I am going to be watching the game by myself. My wife will put the kid to bed and then I will watch the game. Hopefully she comes down and watches it with me. Uh, last week she did not. She, I don't know what she was doing. I just know that in the third quarter, I was trying to watch the Packers come back. I'm watching my son poop in the toilet, (laughs) which he's been really good at. How's the potty trading going? Really well. It's been fantastic. I can't believe how much poop they can put in their little body. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, what will I eat? I'm not sure, but I will tell you guys that uh, I have been eating Hot Pockets. Uh, That's my one relapse. Man. Have been e- and Mark. now uh, Walmart sells the Buffalo chickens in a four pack. Oh, man. Yeah. Toby? Uh, I'll be watching the game by myself. Should we all get together or something? <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know. Maybe we should. Uh, I don't know what I'll be eating. Probably leftovers. I don't know. I made ribs last Sunday. Ooh, Those were good. Maybe that's what I'll do. I got some still left in the freezer, so I'll make some ribs. All right. Well, this is what this is, so hope you like it. <laughs> I hope we can keep doing it. We're not getting paid. This is not my job. I just want to be very clear. This is not our job. I need a job. The only resume I have is from 2008. Got to update that, baby. It says, like, I was a lifeguard at Fond du Lac High from 2001 to Hey, Bart, I just have one question for you. Yeah, Tim. Do you think Naomi and Whitney have a chance to make it? I've been told you you would know what that means. Naomi's dating Whitney? I don't know what that is. I'm guessing that's from Tony in Texas. It is. Dude, we did not get that far. We're like episodes behind. If Naomi is dating Whitney, that blows my mind. Oh, t- tell Tony to stop spoiling stuff. Jeez. I don't I don't know what this I don't, what is he talking about? What show? Southern Charm. Oh, okay. Tell him I am not that far, spoiler alert, and I said OMG. Okay. Well, he'll see this tomorrow. Today. Today. That's what I meant. Today. (laughs) All right. Uh, Like and subscribe.